0: It's a brand new day, and now I feel right. It's a brand new day, and now I see the light. It's a brand new thing, it's a brand new bird, it's a brand new wings. I'm thinking with the church. It's a brand new day, I still got rhythm for brand new day. It's a brand new show of No Brains, No Headache podcast. This is episode 58. I'm your host, Jordan Weichel, and with me today, as always, is my co-host and longtime friend, Matt Ongo-Cleary. On today's show, we have an interview with Luke Schaefer. We're going to talk all things ND Country Fest 2021. We're going to talk about the new attractions, status of tickets at this point, just a couple of weeks out, and obviously the talented lineup they have this year. It's July 8th to the 10th in New Salem, North Dakota. You don't want to miss it. Get your tickets now at ndcountryfest.com. We will also announce the no brains, no headaches involvement in the party of the summer. After that, we're going to get into Cleary's comments, the segment where we banter about random things. I can tell you with confidence we will be addressing my sports gambling mishaps as of late and Matt's interesting clothing style choices. We'll finish up with the Olympics of zoo animals. Changing it up this week, we can't talk about sports and drinks every time or we will run out of ideas. If you like the podcast, tell your friends about the show, then follow us on social media at NBNH Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Wherever you're listening, subscribe or follow us. Then if possible, leave us a review. Let's get it on. Okay. Let's party. No Brains, No Headache podcast would like to welcome a very special guest. He's the man behind the party of the summer, ND Country Fest, and now joins the elite group of guests we've had on the show, Luke Schaefer. Luke, thank you for joining us.
1: Hey fellas! Thanks for having me on. It's like my first time with you guys. Uh, is, is there any like special tradition we need to do or anything like a, like a virtual handshake or something like that?
0: Well, usually we crack beers, but Matt is doing that for us. So yeah, got, got <laughs> S- somebody it,
2: sipping on the beers. It's a day that ends in Y.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got to right if you're gonna get it right. You got to. I'm, yeah. I'm
2: getting in the spirit of Country
0: Fest. Yeah, we have a lot of exciting things to talk about, so let's jump right in. For starters, why don't you give us and the listeners a quick overview and elevator pitch of what is Andy Country Fest?
1: So, Andy Country Fest is North Dakota's country music festival. So, we bring in artists, some of the top artists in country music, full in to New Salem, North Dakota, right under the big Salem Sioux cow, the big Holstein, if you've ever driven through North Dakota, which thousands upon thousands and millions have, um, you see that Holstein cow on the south side of the interstate and we're right, did you like that uh, little ambiance sound there I added in? Yeah, <laughs> nice yeah. sound effect. <laughs> good, good good, touch. <laughs> That's where we are, right out of the largest Holstein cow, it's the country music festival. We bring everybody, the top artists in around the country in country music. And we have a huge, huge four nights camping, three nights and days of country music, all for you, for people, you know, originally North Dakota and the Midwest, but now they come from all over 30 different states of the country to come in and enjoy North Dakota and enjoy some great country music in that atmosphere.
2: You talk about being North Dakota's country music festival. What sets ND Country Fest apart from... Other music festivals, specifically country music festivals?
1: So, we aren't a, so to speak, corporate festival. We're not owned by a huge, you know, conglomerate of media, right? We're owned, Brandon Ralph and I own the festival and we started it, created it. It's very a hometown, homegrown, mom and pop feel to it. And you know what? It's funny you say that because like I said, we get people from all over the country and we tend to try to talk to those folks when they come in. Cause a lot of them go to festivals all over and the big ones. And they're like, man, there's just something different about here at Andy country fest. And they said, it just feels like home. It feels like everybody's friends. And it feels like it's, it's just so comfortable and everybody's so nice and it's so clean. And they're like, we just can't, we can't figure out why that is and what, you know, what that brings to it. And then it was actually one of the, there was somebody, I think they're from California, we were talking to. And then they literally said that same, had that same conversation. They said, Well, aren't you guys owned by da 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 media company that puts on 70s around the country? And we're like, No. They're like, Well, who owns it? And they're like, We do. And they're like, That's it. You know, and they love that the big separation is the experience and the homegrown down home feel that you get at our show. And, uh, and we put it, and we put every year as we do one and right after we do one, the big thing is we go down and say, what can we do better for the experience for our guests? And that's what it's all about. How can we make the experience that much better form, whatever that may be, or what can we add? I mean, we've added many, many things this year that we can talk about too, that we will, but it's all about the experience for our guests. That's ac- that's, exactly that's actually what
2: I wanted to get into. What's coming up? What's bigger? What's better about this year's ND Country Fest?
1: One big thing alone is we have what's called now the ND Country Fest Main Street. Now, what that is is now it connects our VIP campground and our Frontier campground together. But also what's in that main street is all of our food vendors, all of our craft vendors. We have a casino in there in an air conditioned bar, which we call the day drinking bar, which that all that and our merch booth is in there. The artist merch booths in there. Um, and along with that, there's three other bars that are open. And now we open that thing from 10 a.m. And it's open until 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah. So folks can walk through there the whole time connect through, they can eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner with us. They can start day drinking right away, right at 10 a.m. if they don't want to crack open their own beers. But we also have other things in our day drinking bar with the casino is like draining the keg, which you guys should be there. I think you guys will be a part of that. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll be there.
0: I have a gut feeling. (laughs) We will be there.
1: (laughs) It starts at 10 a.m. and a whole bunch of other stuff that goes on, but that main street is a huge new experience for us. But there is a lot more. Along with that, we have the largest stage we've ever had at Indy Country Fest. The peak of the stage, it's coming from Missouri. So the peak of it is 55 feet high is the height. And then the wings, with the wings going out, it goes over 115 feet wide. And it's a massive, massive stage. And what is great about that, we can hang a heck of a lot more speakers on it. And it's just that much louder and that much clearer. But then, on top of each, on in the side of each, both sides of the stage, there's called what we call Dream decks. They're 15 feet up off the ground. They're connected right to the stage, and then it's a VIP upgrade. But folks can look down on the artists and watch them perform, and then you can look out around a lot out to the whole crowd. And those things are unbelievably awesome. If you never experienced that, which is new to us, but I've experienced in other concerts and festivals, it is so damn cool. And that, I think we have less than 20 of those left as of today. You, you explain
2: yourself as a mom and pop festival and you're out there procuring probably one of the nicest stages in the United States. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: just two guys doing our best. (laughs) (laughs) a down-home feel with a high end. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) And that's exactly what we're doing, right? You're exactly right. I mean, it's, it's, it is one of the highest level shows that you'll see, you know, you go somewhere else and say, Oh, I'm going for another concert. I'm going to another festival. You walk into there. And people have haven't been there and people that have been, when they come to this year's show, they're going to be like, I, it's totally different. This is, this is like as high end as it gets. And it's totally true. And then other folks, people that haven't been there, like, I can't believe this is in North Dakota, or I can't believe this is in the state I live in. They, they will be mesmerized with like, Holy cow. This is like a high end and show. And it is, but we also have like a double decker viewing platform. That's just 10 yards from the stage, which is also a VIP experience, but that holds a hundred people and that's 20 feet in the air. There's a deck about 20 feet high and there's another one that's up only like four or five feet. And then there's another deck area down below. And that's a new experience too, which is, there's so much going on uh, just in those alone, you know?
0: Well, we might have to go check them out because I do like drinking at high elevation. Uh, A lot of people have practiced it and I definitely like doing it. I was actually (laughs) at country fest uh, in 2019, I went there for yeah. one night, but I'm excited to see all these new attractions. Main Street sounds awesome. I'm a little intrigued, though, about the casino. What's offered at the casino?
1: So the casino was put on by the NDSU Teammakers, which is the athletics department, uh, part of the athletics department, but uh, which we have a great relationship with. And what is in the casino? So that thing's air-conditioned. And there's the day drinking bar that's right in and the drain the kegs right there too. <laughs> but in the casino, there's all the blackjack you can play and then pull all the pull tabs you can play. And then on top of it, they're having a 50 50 every single day throughout the whole crowd. They'll go through the campgrounds and sell that too. And all of that. And there'll be a huge 50 50. So you can gamble from 10 in the morning until one. And drink in the air-conditioned bar. Gamble in the air-conditioned day drinking bar. And drain the keg in the air-conditioned bar. And we have specialty cups. It's kind of we haven't announced any of this yet. We have specialty cups that'll be floating around. One's a copper mug for those everybody who likes the Moscow Mules that likes the copper cups. It's a limited edition of those. And then there's cups just for drain the mugs for drain the keg too, which are, are cool. And a lot of those will be floating around, but those are limited edition as well. And you'll get those all in the day drinking bar right on Wednesday night. When we start our pre-party, which is Wednesday night and starting at six and runs through midnight. The other thing we have going on.
0: Oh my, is,
1: <laughs> DJ do is our MC and our DJ in between artists. He's performing all night on Wednesday at our pre-party. For those of you who don't know him, he's a nationally known DJ that performs all the shows in Vegas. He performs every every night at the Houston Rodeo. He does the Phoenix Open, which you guys probably know a little bit about that. Like the Phoenix Open, the big one on the... Unfortunately,
2: I'm pretty uh, familiar with the Phoenix <laughs>
1: <laughs> So if you went to the concerts one of those nights, the DJ that was before the artist and in between, that's him. Oh. And he'll be with us every single night starting Wednesday through Saturday. So he's on the main stage and then he's doing our pre-party which will be, uh, we're, we're cool. He's a great guy. He's a good friend of mine. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm in. When I call him, I'm like, he's like, I'm in, I'm in. I'm coming to North <laughs> Dakota. We're doing this.
2: <laughs> well, you also have another thing going on. You talked about a cornhole tournament. Can you give us the lowdown on that?
1: So we're going to be, we teamed up with 701 Cornhole. And what we're going to do is we're going to put on the largest cornhole tournament ever in North Dakota. And it's the largest, one of the largest payouts as well. And I think and get up to four grand or four, man, four or five grand in payouts, which is huge. And that'll be going on uh, the whole time during the during the week of the show. So that's pretty cool too, right on property. So it, that's something that's uh, pretty cool. And that's a good. Those are good guys too at Seven Hundred One. They're awesome. I'm
2: just gonna say it's gonna be impossible to be bored if you're within a two mile radius of Country Fest because. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally, boy. There's no way possible. There's a golf tournament too. That little nine hole. Uh, oh yeah. There. We have a little golf tournament going on all week as well. So you can bring your clubs, bring your cornhole, bring your drinking game, bring your country music game, bring your shopping game, bring your appetite. We have we have the most uh, food vendors we've ever had to, and a good array. Our uh, food vendor uh, manager did a great job of mixing it up. So me eat, drink, hang out, sit. With your friends, the campfire, go play golf, play cornhole, maybe win some money and go gamble if you want. Then you're going to listen to some great country music, some of the best you're going to find around the country.
0: Well, it's a lot to unpack because there's so much going on, but it sounds like a good time. Uh, It's a no-brainer, as we like to call it, to get some tickets to ND Country Fest. Uh, So where can our listeners uh, buy some tickets? Where can they get some more information on ND Country Fest?
1: So they can go to ndcountryfest.com, they can hit buy tickets, and that'll take them to the ticketing platform. I will tell you this, as of today, there's less than 100 VIP tickets left. So once those are gone, they're gone. So there's less than five, uh, excuse me, less than 100 VIP tickets left for the weekend. And there isn't many VIP camp admission left either so make sure you get we always say this is the year for sure you don't want to wait till you get to the gate because the experience you want may possibly be gone by the time you get there because there's not many left so you go there and get that but there's also there's plenty of frontier camping for the campground there's plenty of frontier camp admission and you know we get a lot of questions too about tent camping yeah you absolutely can tent camp you just got to get the campsite and the camp admission you're all set
0: perfect let's talk some lineup i mean the real reason people go because, to be honest, you can camp and drink beer just about anywhere. You go to Andy Country Fest for all this other experience, but for the country music. So who are the headliners this year?
1: So a major headliner, is, one is Dustin Lynch. Like Dustin Lynch out of the last shoot, man. By the time we get to the show, which isn't very far from now, he'll probably have three top 20 hits on downloads and country music radio which is unheard of and that guy works his butt off man he's just a worker and he just gets everywhere and he gets in the studio and he just pumps out great material so he's our saturday night headliner and uh you guys you guys love a little dustin lynch
0: of course oh yeah little DL, as I like to call him. little D. Lynch, huh? And then on Friday, it is Brantley Gilbert, correct?
1: Friday's Brantley Gilbert. Now, if you had never seen Brantley Gilbert's live show, you have to see it because it is so full of energy, and he brings it every single night. It's like you think it's his first show of the season, which I believe it might be
0: (laughs) a big one anyway. That would
1: be nice. But it is something that you have to experience because you got the loud guitars and you got his deep voice and you got things going. And he just, he just, they all, his whole crew just lets it rip. And it's uh let's face it. He's a bad boy country. Right. And it's a, and he plays like it. It's great.
0: Yeah. I was, I was familiarizing myself with some of the artists or just, you know, reminding of me of what songs they had in the past and, after a couple of YouTube videos of Brantley Gilbert, I was pretty jacked up and excited for him to come to ND Country Fest all the in way in New room. Salem.
1: Exactly. Can you believe they're going to be in New Salem?
2: <laughs> You're going to be like, look at that giant cow. <laughs> <laughs> How many of the artists attempt to buy Salem Sue? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just one so far. No. <laughs> they all like the stage. When they're, I look at it, when they're on stage looking uh, west, All they see is the cow. And they're like, man, I caught myself We talked to them and hang out with them for a little bit after the show. And they're like, a lot of them are like, man, I caught myself seven times just looking at that cow lit up. It's like, what?
2: (laughs) The skyline of New Salem. It's just (laughs) one building and huge cow.
1: (laughs) Right, right. You know, he just released a song with uh, Toby Keith and Hardy which I think that's going to shoot up the charts real quick too, which is, I think it's like the world's the worst country song ever. And that is getting so much attention to. So Brantley's Brantley's releasing stuff left and right too. So it's really cool. Well, it's really cool. We got very fortunate to get both of those guys.
2: Yeah. And I want to talk a little bit about like the lesser known artists coming up. I know in the past you guys have had some, I don't know what you call them undercard or uh Openers? Openers, oh, that's me, what I was looking careful. for. <laughs> and Ed And that they just blew up, like they become big-time artists. Is there any that you see this year that are just like hitting the start of a super talented career?
1: Yeah, so one in particular who went on tour with us, I don't know, if a lot of you, a lot of you do know that we go on tour in the spring to promote Andy Country Fest, which we call the... The Your Town Tour, we go out to almost every town in North Dakota. But this year, we did a 10-day year 10 concert series each night. And one of the artists that came with us was Julia Cole. And you want to remember that, Julia Cole. So she's managed by Garth, Garth Brooks Management. And she is on the ranks, flying up in one, one of the women of country music, fast. And she not only, I mean, she is so spot on and so good. Like if, you know, the people that saw her on the tour, she they were like, man, like how did you guys get her to come to the show to do this and to the show in general and then to do the tour? And, and uh, it helps we have some connections and things like that. But she's one for sure. I will bet you she'll have a number one hit when, in less than 12 months. Because even just her views and her views and her downloads and everything have been just shooting up like crazy. And what the great thing about Julia, she is so nice. <laughs> so nice. Like unbelievably great. So nice. If she even does a thing where it's like text text to win and have a drink with Julia, so you guys should probably do that at the show. Yes. <laughs> I could get on board.
2: No, I <laughs> yeah. I've definitely she heard, heard
0: of her. Julia before, uh familiarized myself with her on Instagram because of the your town tour and yeah, she's Sounds like she's just like has a great voice. She's very nice. That's what Joe has said, that she's just like the most outgoing and nicest person ever. And I mean, you combine those two. Yeah, you're probably going to be talented with a successful career. So best of luck to Julia and everybody performing at Country Fest. I mean, I'm sure everybody that you have booked is super talented and is going to put on a good show.
1: Well, yeah, you know, and we're we're big we're big fans too of bringing the traditional uh, traditional bands to the show. You know what I mean by that is like the Diamond Rio's of the world, Diamond Rio. If you haven't seen them either lately in concert, they're amazing. And the hits, man, the, the hits that they have, and then you have the Little Texas. So Little Texas is Thursday. Diamond Rio, John Michael Montgomery. You know, then we got Julia Cole as well. I mean, the there's We added it up. There's a total of 72 top 20 country hits in our lineup alone. So it's just, uh, so we like that mix and we just love the up and comers like we said, for sure. Cause it's fun to see that diamond in the rough. And then all of a sudden three years later, they have like seven number one hits and they come back to the show and, and, uh, remember us and remember their experience at the festival. But then on top of it, you have you know the traditional, and then you have the, the major headline. It's like the Dustin and the, the Brantleys, and it's it's a great mix. It's a it's a fun it's just fun night, right? It's like almost you're playing a huge playlist.
0: Best playlist of the summer, I'm calling it the party of the summer because why not? ND Country Fest 2021. So is the ultimate goal to make everyone who doesn't come have some serious FOMO? <laughs> Like they're seeing on Instagram us on a social team posting our our good content, having a blast, and they're like, "Damn, why am I not at Country Fest right now?"
1: That's right. If you're anywhere near a six-hour drive radius, you should be there. I don't know where else you would go. Yeah, everything else is going to be boring.
0: Looking at you, Canada. I think the border's still closed yeah. on that one. Yeah, so pump the brakes. <laughs>
1: We work with a bunch of radio stations up there, too, and they're like, oh, if it would just open, if it would just open. But never know. never know.
0: Apparently, ND Country Fest isn't enough reason to open international borders. I just don't understand. Yeah. The audacity of the
2: Canadian government. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Matt, you got to ask him your Salem Sioux question. Uh Oh. What are the chances that I can ride on Salem Sioux? (laughs)
1: Hey, I don't
2: own the cow, so <laughs> Can I uh you guys have I a pretty I tall think. stage. I'm assuming it comes with some ladders that you could leave unattended for one night.
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm a strong believer that everybody's a, you know, in charge of their own destiny. So
2: And if my destiny is to climb a porcelain cow, then <laughs>
1: Hit it. I will get up on there. <laughs>
2: I'll wait till last night so when I get arrested, at least I got some solid night working. Yeah, we get got some good content. The yeah. <laughs> hell of a view.
1: Right. Yeah, that'd be great. Hey, make sure you let us know the hour that you're going to go up there.
0: Yeah, we'll get some cameras on them.
1: Get a couple drones going. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: Well, everybody needs to go buy their tickets at ND Country Fest. If you don't know where to go, drive west on I ninety four from Bismarck and Mandan. Look for the giant Holstein cow and take that exit. Be a short drive in from the interstate. Can't or miss the it.
1: Thousands of campers that are out there. Yeah, <laughs>
0: look for the camper.
1: <laughs> you can't miss it. If you're at night, you know the you know the star lit waivers that we have going on in the lights. You can't. Those are those are six mile. Traffic lights that are shooting up in the air, so you can't miss that either. And Salem Sue is different colors. That's the only year. Little little factoid is that those days are the only time Salem Sue is different colors. Interesting. During the year
2: uh, I love Salem Sue facts. Uh, I could talk about it for a whole interview. <laughs> yeah, I could just talk. Salem I could Sioux. talk about it for literal tens of minutes. <laughs> you heard <it> here, man. <laughs>
0: All right, Luke, one last time, where can our listeners find tickets and more information on ND Country Fest 2021?
1: It's easy. You just go to ndcountryfest.com. If you want tickets, you just hit buy tickets. You let that sucker load a little bit, and then bang, get your VIP tickets. There's less than 100 left. Get that deep dream deck experience. There's less than 20. And then uh, you don't know, get your camping because you don't want to go back and forth to hang out. And you could get the true experience. In the full experience by camping out there with us all three nights.
0: And you can also follow ND Country Fest on Instagram at ND Country Fest. Also on Facebook, there's a lot of great information on there. I suppose it's about time we've alluded to it a few times, but it's a time we announced that No Brains, No Headache podcast is helping ND Country Fest with social media this year. We're here to help to serve
1: that's why you all that are listening need to go to our Andy country fest page on facebook and like instagram go ahead and follow us and like us on that because you're going to see your boys all over the place those four days all at Andy country fest so you'll want to see if you want to see it you can see it there if you want to experience you come out and see them there
0: absolutely Matt will be playing Blackjack, and when he's not doing that, he'll be climbing Salem Sioux. So <laughs> tune in on Instagram at ND Country Fest. We're going to have a blast. You don't want to miss it. the party of the summer, I'm telling you. Luke, thank you so much for coming on.
1: Hey, thank you guys, and thanks for being a part of the ND Country Fest family because uh, we're looking forward to having you guys there. and it's going to be a great experience for, for all of us and your viewers and listeners and all of our family too at ND Country Fest.
0: Don't miss it, July eighth through the tenth, twenty twenty one, in New Salem, North Dakota. Thanks, Luke.
1: Thanks, guys. My name is Jeff. Hey, man.
0: I'm now joined with my co-host, longtime friend, business partner, and all-time confidant, Matt Cleary, the creator of Cleary's Comments. Matthew, how are you today? I'm doing great. Good. Good to hear uh last week before i left for the old lake cabin over the weekend we found out my gift that you gave to me uh has arrived and i'm going to open it on air i understand
2: do you have any idea what you think it is is
0: it something we've talked about in the past maybe not on the show necessarily but have you and i talked about it yes is it apparel uh kind of Kind of apparel. Where is the gift? I put it behind you. It's in the corner. Will you grab it, please? Yeah. While I take over this dead air on No Brains, (laughs) No Headache podcast. Great
2: start to the show. You guys are doing a bang-up job with the podcast. Really? No.
0: All right. we got a large Amazon package. Oh, boy. Is this a rainbow hat or an umbrella hat? Rainbow colored? (laughs) Yes. I love this. We're going to post a picture of that after we're done recording here. Thank you very much for that gift. That's very nice of you. I should have compensated you with the gift. I found a sweet Notre Dame sweater, but like I said, it was from Baby Gap, so I didn't get it for you. But let's get into Cleary's comments.
2: So a lot has been going on in the sports world, and frankly, I don't really give a shit a lot about it, but the Suns in four guy, for people that don't know, he was a Suns fan in Denver and basically got jumped by two guys wearing uh, Jamal Murray uh, uniforms and, for some reason, like, three watches. And what had (laughs) happened is they were all just, like, talking shit to each other like they do at games, and these two guys, one of them came and dumped a beer on him. And he has the low ground, and he's just, like, stands up and he's chirping back to him, and one of the Denver guys throws a haymaker at him and total cheap shot, like, it was just out of nowhere kind of misses, but he like falls over a little bit. And this son's fan just grabs this guy and just starts uppercutting, just feeding this guy punches. And then the, the two guys from that are Denver fans start like walking away. They're still yelling at this guy. And the guy just has the greatest sound clip ever. He's just like Suns in four. (laughs) Yep.
0: Okay. I did see that video. That was awesome. He's just getting tripped. He literally took on two guys at once And it was so funny. He had him like hockey wrapped up, his jersey over his head, just feeding him a couple of uppercuts, rightfully so. And yes, he did have that awesome audio clip, Sons in Four. And then. I think he went to a Phoenix Suns game and like yep. the crowd went nuts and they're like, yeah there's people coming p- up and yeah, taking, taking pictures. pictures that's he awesome. has like
2: action figures out there now I'm just
0: surprised that the Phoenix Suns have made it this far and they're this good I didn't know I thought they were supposed to be
2: bad for like five years yeah that just shows me my backs like my basketball like knowledge is just like oh the Bucks are good yeah I, but I'm all for
0: like the non powerhouse uh, or should I say like the three superstars or yeah. more on teams. I'm glad the Lakers got booted, and I'm glad that teams like the Suns, who do they have? Devin Booker? Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, Ayton. I mean, but that's not like a status quo big three. Yeah, Durant. Still Durant, Harden,
2: and Kyrie Irving, like three top five in the NBA. Yeah, this
0: is probably the most NBA talk we'll ever yeah. give on this show, but go them, go the Bucks. I mean they just I love these smaller market teams that yeah. just without the powerhouse players are making a name for themselves and hopefully somebody besides the fucking Golden State Warriors, the Spurs, the Lakers, somebody else wins an NBA title for once. Yeah,
2: but let's let's bring a title to Milwaukee. They yes. deserve it. And as, a, as
0: much as I hate Wisconsin, yes. Yeah
2: uh the best part about the whole sons and four story is there was a video that came up of the two guys outside of the arena talking to their snap story just saying like hey we just beat the shit out of this guy like i don't know if that's the you have thing seen the internet but you just got the doors blown off by just some white guy that was just feeding you
0: punches Is it also the best to go on social media and admit to assault and battery?
2: Yeah, it was 100% they instigated and started this fight, threw the first punch, dumped a beer on him, and got the shit beat out of him, and then bragged about beating this guy up. It's like you're just giving him an out.
0: I'm glad Sons in 4 guy didn't get looped in because, I mean, he was throwing punches, but he was just kind of defending himself. Like, I'm glad that they didn't rope him in with that. I'm glad he came out the hero, and the Suns are on their way to uh, hopefully an NBA championship. We'll see. I don't know. That's just
2: what the guy gets for wearing two watches.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Those guys had bad haircuts. Uh, They had worse punches as well. So I get the fantasy. We got the NBA talk out of the way. Now the baseball portion I want to talk about, the old fantasy baseball team. You helped me draft the team. So now I feel as if it is our team. And if it's ours and we're talking about it on the show, it's no brains, no headaches, team. We're called the Hound Dogs, and we're currently in first place, all right? Everybody relax. We're in first place, 78, 48, and 6. That's a pretty damn good record for fantasy baseball, but I'm classically known for just butchering uh, players' names. There's a guy who uh, plays for the athletics. He's a pitcher that I just picked up one day, and then he, like, did really well, so I kept him on my team. (laughs) His name is Chris Bassett, but I call him Corey Basket for a while.
2: <laughs> it sounds like, like, the fifth receiver for the Colts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
0: like I have these guys on my team that just keep putting up serious numbers, and I just don't even know their names. But I also have Vlad Guerrero Jr. That guy can't stop hitting home runs. Like, you just can't help himself but hit bombs. He Yeah, he's massive, too. Just thick. I'm just hoping... The stars align, and I get another shot at a home run ball. I know I blew it with the Soto, the Juan Soto Nationals home run at Wrigley Field left center. I I whiffed on it. I just want another chance. I know it's asking a lot, but I want to be wearing my Vlad Guerrero Senior Expos jersey at the 2021 MLB Home Run Derby. I'm hoping Vlad Jr. does it again because he was in it like last year or whenever that – last time they had it i guess (laughs) and uh i get a home run ball caught by vlad who's on my fantasy team in first place wearing
2: vlad guerrero seniors Expos jersey would that be your prized possession if that happened
0: i just gotta catch it i'm a little scared of the alcohol intake that i will be enjoying because it's my vacation
2: misjudge it and just take one right to the beak Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> Dude, those balls are coming in fast. I don't, I'm do sorry I missed the Juan Soto home run ball. But I had to throw it back anyway, even if I did catch it, but it would have been a sweet Sports Center clip or something like that. I hate SportsCenter. What am I talking about?
2: Yeah, I mean, if it's not LeBron James Jr. playing for some oh my sort God.
0: of. If I see another post about the Paul brothers or Bronny James... I mean, I've already blocked SportsCenter Center and ESPN and multiple social media outlets, but it's and just,
2: not Sports Center for that matter.
0: <laughs> yeah, anything involved with Sports Center, just I'm just not a fan of anymore. I use CBS Sports. So I encourage everybody else to do it.
2: Yeah, you never have problems with CBS Sports, but I'll tell you what did have problems. I played in a golf tournament, and the oh group I'm with, this guy's this guy's driving his cart <laughs> and all of a sudden it just starts going. <laughs> <clears throat> And just makes this huge, like, <laughs> like dropped his transmission. And Matt, this- how many
0: times have we talked about self-made sound effects on the podcast? Okay, the guy dropped his... I'm going to let it fly this time, but
2: we need to have a talk about it off air. But this guy <laughs> dropped his transmission, and he goes, Oh, I think I just went into reverse. And I was like, no, nah, that cart's not going anywhere. So they had to bring us out a new cart. And <laughs> it's I, a courtesy I, cart. Yeah, I bet this cart is still sitting at that hole, because it is no chance of firing up. And I just wanted to know about, have you ever had engine problems? Because I've considered myself really lucky I've never had cars break down besides just my battery dying or whatever.
0: Uh, No, I personally, like, my vehicles have never really had a problem like that, especially like on the road traveling. But speaking of Country Fest, just had Luke on for the interview. I hope you liked it. The last time I was at Country Fest, Sunday rolls around. I'm not feeling 100% cuz I was at Country Fest having a good time, party of the summer. Uh, the truck I was in broke down and it was the worst time ever cuz it was just a hot Sunday side of the highway waiting for a ride, head pounding, still booze in the blood.
2: Yeah, that that's like something out of a nightmare. Yeah, just like, get, like just get me home. I want to just slither into a nice cold dark place and die. Yes,
0: essentially. I haven't had engine problems personally, though. I have no idea. I think it's time we announce, we've already announced, we're helping Country Fest with their social media, but that's not all. A more closer event this Friday. If you're listening to the podcast on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, and you're here in Bismarck, North Dakota, you can come get a free beer on us. Matt and I are handing out free beers at McQuaid's at the Clem Kelly Softball Diamonds in South Bismarck. The catch is you're going to have to consume it through our Kong beer bongs. Matt, how much do you like the Kong beer bong?
2: It's so good. And I I don't like beer bongs, but the Kongs have brought me back.
0: Yeah, and the Kong is, it's a can koozie, so you can put your regular size cans in there. They'll fit in perfectly, nice and snug. Then it comes with our little funnel and nozzle that clips right into the bottom. And you can take down a beer bong. It's awesome. I mean, you can do seltzers too. And Kong Beer Bong is actually coming out with a long, tall, and like skinny koozie meant for those seltzers and all those White Claws, those Michelob Ultra cans. They're making one now where that's going to fit in there. So if you want to get ahead of the game, you don't want to wait till Friday, you can go to our Instagram page at nbnhpodcast. Go to our profile, and in our bio, there's a link. In that link, you can find your way to Kong Beer Bong. Order a Kong. You can support the podcast by doing so, and you can make the good times better, as they like to say. I think it's an awesome product. It'd be great for you know somebody younger. Maybe they're just turn, t- turning twenty-one. Be an awesome birthday gift or even if you're like not taking it too serious, I just think it'd be a funny gift to give somebody, you know, you're turning somebody's turning 50 or 60, they're an old geezer and you just want to lighten it up a little bit. Give them the Kong beer bong. I mean, everybody likes it. Always drink responsibly, of course, but get the Kong beer
2: bong. Yeah. worst case scenario. You don't like bonging beers. You have a very nice koozie that isn't like your, top-of-the-line Yeti one where you have to screw it in. It's just a nice koozie in and out, fits there snug, keeps it cold.
0: You want to take it to the next level? You put on the nozzle and you slug down a beer. But once again, if you want to check it out for yourself and get a free beer on us, Matt and Jordan from No Brains, No Headache Podcast will be at McQuaid's this Friday, Clem Kelly Softball Diamonds. For those of you not in the area, follow us on Instagram we we'll would be posting a lot that night at NBNH podcast. And like I said, buy yourself a Kong beer bong. You can't go wrong.
2: I want to get into, we talked about millions ways to die a couple weeks ago. And I wanted to talk about one way to live. There's, there we go. So there's a story about this guy who was, he was a lobster diver. And all of a sudden things went black and he was getting kicked around for like 30 seconds, finally comes up to the surface. He had gotten swallowed by a blue whale. Jeez. He was inside of a blue whale's mouth for 30 seconds, got spit out, got shot up to the surface really fast because the whale came up. So isn't this a story from the Bible? It's very similar to Jonah was a whale, do-do-do-do, veggie, st- veggie tales. There you go. Um, but this guy, yeah, he got swallowed by a whale and live to tail the tail. Uh, whales don't swallow people on purpose. He was probably just swimming by and inhale the diver. But yeah, it's one way to live. The fact that this guy's still alive and didn't have any problems besides he dislocated his knee from being inside of a whale. Other than that, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy story, and I'm i mean glad if, this guy's okay.
0: If all you did was dislocated a knee and you saw the inside of a whale, I mean, I consider yourself pretty lucky, and that's wild. That's one way to live for sure. Let's talk about your sense of fashion as of late. Uh, you like to wear certain pairs of pants that I just continually make fun of you for. Uh you have two different shades of red pants,
2: brick and maroon,
0: okay, brick and maroon shades of red and then recently uh I don't know how it came up. but we started talking corduroys and oh and you're wearing them right now. great, wonderful Did you already order a second pair? Yep, they're in the mail. What if you're trying to do like a stealthy a stealthy mission and you're wearing these corduroys and you can't because all you hear is <laughs> when you walk down a hallway.
2: I don't hear that when I walk.
0: Uh, I guess maybe I'm just having flashbacks to high school when I wore quarter eyes. Essentially yeah,
2: the ones I would wear in high school. It'd be like, you'd walk and you Yep. I get you. I
0: That's
2: get you, hard. but That's they are so comfortable.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I was making fun of you. And then we came across an old picture of when Matt and I did our first and very poor podcast, <laughs> blurred vision, sports talk, the glory days of podcasting. And in one of those pictures, I'm wearing corduroys. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of hard to give you shit. And then I noticed I'm wearing corduroys. I don't have a pair currently, but I mean, you bought me umbrella hat, rainbow colored. And, you know, I guess maybe for Christmas or Krimpus, you can buy me some corduroys if you like.
2: Were you thinking that those were a pair of corduroys?
0: I Well, that's why I kind of asked if it was apparel, but I I could tell by the package it was kind of... A little more snug than a pair of pants in the package. We got you some skinny jeans that were corduroy. One time. Just sweat your bag off. I'm not gonna say his name, but one time Mason was wearing skinny <laughs> jeans and we were you know, we were younger and I literally like kept giving him shit. This was like in the summertime we were kids so we didn't have to like be anywhere. We were about to like I don't know go out for the day in the summer free schedule. <laughs> like, all right, I'll be right back, and just comes back up and changed out of his skinny jeans because I just guilted him <laughs> so much. It was a tough luck. Yeah. I mean, you got to look out for your friends like that. Sorry for sewering you, Whiskey sissy.
2: Hey, nothing wrong. Whiskey Sissy's a good guy. Sometimes we uh, falter on our fashion choices someday, but, <laughs> Um I was going driving to work today, and I found out that, If a light goes orange or yellow, I don't know, whatever you call it. Yellow. I run it almost all of the time. Yes. Like, and I'll be like 50 yards back and it goes red and I'll just be like. I
0: I make a predetermined decision in my head.
2: Like I'm locked in here, like no cups. Okay, but today I ran three. Okay. Maybe extending your luck a little bit. I've never been pulled over for it. Knock on wood um sheetrock. Like sheet rock <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot of wood in the studio throw all me a right, bone moving on <laughs> throw me a flipping bone man <laughs> but i i realized that i do this all and i don't drive fast too so i'm just limping through this intersection at like 20 miles an hour cars are already starting to come <laughs> and i just thought about In a lot of states, they have those, the red light cams. That's like, if you run a red light or something, it takes a picture and you just get it in the mail. Yeah. If they all of a sudden started doing that in North Dakota and I didn't know about it, there would just be tickets showing up at my house.
0: Yeah. I've I've gotten tickets from driving outside of Denver for like not going into the toll booth when it clearly said the toll booth was closed. It's just like, how do, what do you want me to do here? It said it was closed. And then they take a picture of my fucking car
2: and find out who I am. And I get a bill in the mail. Yeah, (laughs) if they tried to do that in North Dakota, there would be an uprising. Because people here are like, you can't tell me how to live my life. (laughs) If I want to drive with just reckless abandon, I can do whatever the fuck I want.
0: Yeah, well, traffic yields to Cleary. And, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Just watch out for those, you know, oncoming traffic. (laughs) (laughs) You do you, man. Can't get too bad. Can't get any worse than my gambling as of lately. Uh, have I been keeping you up on my sports gambling on the side, or is this just my time to give you the update as well as our listeners? I, I know
2: you've been trying to hit on some parlays. I think one did hit, and then you got a little <laughs> overzealous. No, I've been sticking with
0: my same amount, but I've been trying to, like my gambling account right now, I'm playing with all winnings, but I'm trying to get that gambling account up to a certain number. And basically use that money to like pay for my home run derby vacation. But the moment I like said that, I've lost seven of eight bets.
2: <laughs> what was the one you did win? Was it an easy win that you're just like, all right, huge favorite. I got to get back on the winning track.
0: The one I won was a parlay on like Saturday. When was June 17th? June 17th. It was last week, Thursday. Thursday. You had Kevin the gas man pitching for the Giants and he's just doing an excellent bang up job this year. They were playing the Diamondbacks who just set the record for like most road losses. So I parlayed that with the Cubs and it won. But I'm back down. I've lost two straights since then. Seven of the last eight. Let's just say when you're trying to, you know, get your gambling account up to a certain point. Losing seven of eight bets is not the approach you want to do. Um, I'm sticking with my I, I balance between like two or three team parlays. And the one that really bit me, and I'm never betting on them again, the Minnesota Twins. They're fucking terrible. I don't know why I picked them a part of my parlay one day. And, yeah, they're, they're just not going to be bet on ever again. I bet against them, and I lost. So... <laughs> I'm just it's, it's, nothing with the twins. So Will be involved wins. in my gambling. I'm just gonna stick to the Dodgers, Giants,
2: and Cubs because they're good. <laughs> I actually have a gambling success story, which from me is rare. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the the last one I had is I got blackout drunk and did a DraftKings and won five hundred and fifty dollars. Those are the best. You just uh, wake up in the morning. Yeah, I woke like I woke up on like Monday morning and just like, uh, oh, there we go.
1: Are you fucking with me?
2: I had. A DraftKings with six players for just Thursday at the US Open. Okay. And it was 196 people. And winner, first place, gets 200 bucks. And I'm in, I just lose track of it. I check it and I'm like, in first place, winning $200. There's two holes left that got suspended until the next day. Oh boy. And the guy in second place, who I'm only beating by 0.95. So basically, if this guy gets two pars, I lose by three points.
0: Not looking great.
2: This guy, who has been playing great all day, I think it's Mark Munoz Munoz or something, Colombian. And (laughs) this guy gets a triple bogey on 17 after playing great all day, and I end up winning $200. Usually this goes the other way for me, like... That guy will get like an eagle and then I'll get blown down to like 19th place and win 1450 and get kicked in the nuts.
0: I honestly don't play DraftKings outside of football season, but I probably should be a lot of fun. I I guess I don't really do golf because I just have no idea. I usually just pick, you know, players with cool names and hopefully
2: that works out. Wow. Yeah, it's, golf. Golf sucks. Like I had no idea what I was doing. I just got lucky, and then I so I was that was on Thursday. So I was like, I can do this again. <laughs> Played all th- Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and took close to bottom ten percent every single time.
0: That's how they get you. You get a little bit of confidence. You win one bet. You gamble a little bit. You win a little bit, and then you just think you know it all, and you don't, and then you lose it all. Like like Jordan is in his gambling. The moment I said I needed
2: to get hot, I got cold. <laughs> That's how it goes, though. You should have n-
0: don't tell anyone you've gotten hot until you've. I never got hot. I said I needed. <laughs> I said I need to get hot. Boom! Five straight losses. Started
2: from the bottom, got a shovel and dug five feet deeper.
0: Well, it's just shitty. I'm playing with winning, so I want to maximize those winnings. I don't know. Let's we'll see what see what happens.
2: I want to talk about Mexican food, and I know you've brought this up too. I think we need to spearhead a Taco John's, Taco Bell merger. At the very least, one of those like A&W, Long John Silver combined restaurants.
0: Yeah, I want to get certain entrees from Taco Bell, but I want the Olays from Taco John's.
2: Yeah, and that's what most people would do. Taco John's also has great breakfast burritos. Yes, they do fantastic but yeah, I, I at this point they are just cannibalizing themselves and i think that if they were one in the same you get that baja blast on tap on un, unmatched yeah or the freezy drinks from taco bell very good taco john's just does a couple things right that if they parlayed it into taco bell yep, we're looking at a juggernaut here
0: we're looking at a fast food parlay that is just going to blow Applebee's out of the water. You don't want to be an Applebee's in modern day restaurant industry. You want to be Taco Bell, Taco John's merger, merger, Jackie Moon, America, Taco Bell, <laughs> Baja Blast. <laughs> I'd like where your head's at. How do we get involved?
2: I have no, I have no clue. <laughs>
0: Maybe a strongly worded letter would yes, be a it's good start. Off.
2: Well, if you're a listener and have been fired from a Taco John's or Taco Bell and you still keep in touch with a couple old coworkers, possibly a manager, slide into the DMs. Yeah, it'd be helpful if you you know, hold grudges.
0: That would be very helpful in our investigation into leading a merger between the two powerhouses that are taco bell and taco johns so i what, agree
2: what do you do for a living i'm in acquisitions and mergers <laughs> oh that sounds really important no it's really just taco bell and taco johns <laughs> that was you
0: hey i mean one day in country fest the next ceos of taco john bell we'll set up a picket at the north dakota state Capitol.
2: oh well, what do you guys uh
0: john taco <laughs> bell how what's the name gonna be
2: Ta- taco gel Taco gel Jail
0: Taco gel Straight
2: to jail, <laughs> right to jail.
0: Straight to jail
2: <laughs> You want a Baja blast with potato Olays? Right <laughs> Straight to jail
0: Straight to you.
2: Try to sell a sweater
0: I hope people get these references that me and you just week after week just keep <laughs> rifling off As if people know exactly what we're talking about If not, go watch Parks and Rec You'll get it Let us know when you find that episode Staying on the Mexican food This is a Cleary's comment that Matt and I discovered we both wanted to discuss uh, when we were prepping for Cleary's comments, (laughs) and it's a tainted burrito. (laughs) A a tainted burrito led to four-year ban, says a record-holding runner. Her name is Shelby Houlihan from Iowa. Any relation to patches, do you think?
2: Uh, I think she's too good of an athlete. Doesn't strike me as a dodgeball family.
0: But apparently she's the American record holder in the 1,500 and 5,000 meters. Uh, She said she's been banned because there was a positive test for what she thought was a tainted pork burrito. I mean, I had a tainted pork burrito once. Turns out I was just very hungover because it disqualified my ability to make any sudden movements for the rest of the day yeah,
2: was, <laughs> turns out it was just taco bell selling horse meat again <laughs> just blew one out your ass
0: but yeah this lady says no more straight to jail no more track and field
2: she's banned why what is this about Matt? i i think she got the shaft because she for i don't know if you know this about long distance runners but they oh i thought you were gonna say i don't know if you know it's about tainted burritos <laughs> <laughs> but i've eaten a lot of them in my day that's why we call taco bell taco yell you just get <laughs> on the toilet and let one go but what do i not know about long distance runners they don't get popped for per- performance enhancing drugs all that often so this is rare Compared to other sporting events. I know someone's going to look up long distance runner and like, yeah, there's probably hundreds of cases, but compared to other sports, it doesn't happen all that often. She took a lie detector test and gave a rundown of what she ate in the last two weeks Passed the lie detector test still claims she's innocent. And I think it was such a minute level in her system of anabolic steroids. Yeah, I, it was, I mean, I don't get how it gets tainted. I know a lot of those like creatine factories and other supplements they take. They get like tainted over there. I don't think you could blame it on a burrito. I'm sure it's some sort of multivitamin that's manufactured in China or Mongolia or something that yeah, I think she got a bad rap for it. Um I don't think she deserved to be kicked off the tour. Kick him off the tour, Doug, for 4 years. Uh, miss out on this Olympics that has been a long time coming. And, yeah, it's just a tough break for Shelby.
0: That is a tough break, especially for Olympians with how rare they're able to compete at that highest level of the Olympics. Yeah, it sounds like she did get the shaft here. It's just interesting. You read the headline, Tainted Burrito is responsible for ruining somebody's career, essentially. I mean, maybe not ruining it, but... There's definitely a little bit of a hiccup. I mean, you got to get over this one. She claims she's still innocent, like you said. I don't know. Tainted burritos. First, we have international drug smuggling with breakfast food.
2: That's what, oh, yeah, that's a great point.
0: And then now we have tainted burritos ruining lives of Americans. Do we need to look at the food industry as a whole? And maybe this reverts back to your point of. Joining the conglomerates of Taco Bell and Taco John's.
2: Not really sure how those two tie together, but
0: we're, well, we have tainted burritos now. We're we're reforming the food industry in America, I, so we don't. So anabolic steroids <laughs> don't show up in our food. What
2: I think happened is they shipped in a bunch of anabolic steroids on tortillas, and they took them and they shook it out like a blanket,
0: and then they resold the tortillas yeah. for some and extra then she cash. Got,
2: she got it in there, or. I mean, it was a pork burrito. Do you think anabolic steroids comes in, like, a powder form? Because I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. No. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I think it just comes... Is it a liquid and you just shoot it into your asshole?
0: I don't know about (laughs) in your asshole. That would probably hurt, but maybe your ass cheek. Oh. That would probably still hurt, but people do that to themselves all the time. I wouldn't know, but I saw some guy in the corner of the gym the other day and... He asked me if I, if I had a Band-Aid, and I was like, no, I, I don't. Please get away from me. <laughs> Why do you bring rice into the gym? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens with the tainted burritos.
1: Right, we're, going, we're going streaking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody. Woo!
2: Championship.
0: We got the Olympics back this week. We're going to play the Olympics of Zoo Animals. It's a, kind of a newer one we're going with. Got to keep our listeners On the edge of their seats, we can't talk about sports and or drinking all the time. We just, you can't do that. Especially in this economy, you cannot do that.
2: Yeah, it's not good for my mental health.
0: So we went with the Olympics of zoo animals, how the Olympics work. In case you don't know, we pick a category such as zoo animals. Then we rank our favorites. We go in descending order with gold, silver, bronze, lost in the medal round. Towards the end, we'll give a few honorable mentions and possibly a DQ. New rules state that Matt and I have to alternate picks and we cannot choose the same picks. The winner from the prior week gets to go second. So, Matt, you were the loser last week. I finally got on the board with a win since we changed to the new rules and it feels good, the
2: Olympics of zoo animals. It was a barn burner, but you did blow my doors off on Twitter again. But we'll get right into it. I'm going to go with my gold medal, my 1 1 pick is penguins. Okay. Sell out. Penguins are the most entertaining of zoo animals. I'm talking, I go to the Omaha Zoo almost yearly, and the penguin exhibit is exhilarating. They're always out there feeding them, and penguins on land are very not agile. They just kind of waddle around, but they jump into the water and you see these guys just flying a million miles per hour. And then they pop up through a hole and they land. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the Bismarck Zoo is getting penguins. They're building that penguin building like right
2: now. Did you know that? No, but that is a game changer for me.
0: Yeah. It's like a whole indoor facility for penguins. It'll be the penguin exhibit. I'm surprised you didn't know that considering penguins was your gold pick.
2: Sorry I don't keep up with the Dakota Zoo monthly newsletter. Well, you should because this
0: you were the one who chose Olympics of zoo animals. The least you could do is support your local zoo, but what do I know? I don't even know what I'm going to go with here. This is going to be on the fly. I have a power five here. Hopefully Matt doesn't steal anymore after he already stole penguins from my list. I don't know what to go with here, man. This is going to be bad. I'm probably going to lose an Olympics this week because I'm unprepared. I got to go with a bear. You don't see, you can't get that close to bears out in the wild just for your information. Do not try to go see a bear like three feet away out in the wild. It will literally rip your face off.
2: Asked for a live interview. They said, nope, it's a bear. He will literally tear your face off.
0: But another reason why I like the bear is just because then when people can get that close, you can actually see how big of a beast this is and how you should respect them if you do see them out in the wild. It's very rare too. You got to be in the certain spots to see bears out and about, but I feel like if you can see them up close, you're just like holy shit! This thing is a beast, and I mean, they're a majestic creature. Their paws are ginormous, their claws are huge. Uh, do they like show them when they eat, or do they take them into an eating?
2: No, they always they always give them, but they give them like vegetables and stuff that they're always, like, snacking on. If they gave them, like... I want a live lamb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Throwing a goat in there like they do in Jurassic Park and just let the bears tear it to shreds. Yeah. Or if you
0: catch a bear, like, playing in the water or something, I mean, it is still a beast that will tear your face mm-hmm. off. However, it can be cute and entertaining. So that's my gold pick. you got to respect the I, golden bear.
2: I, I love it. Do you have a certain type of bear?
0: Uh, Probably a grizzly bear. Just, I mean, let's go with the most intense largest bear there is. is the grizzly bear, the largest I have, I, think, I have no idea.
2: I think it's a Brown bear, but we'll circle back. I just that. think grizzly is a cool word. Good word. Oh yeah. Great word. You used conf confidant earlier. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Um, a lot of good words. I'm going to go, that was on my big board, but not in my top four. I'm going to go with my second pick and it has to be hippos. Yeah. Hippos are very fun to watch eat because they feed them full watermelons. And I think once every couple months I make my coworkers watch a video of a hippo eating a watermelon. It's very satisfying. Other than that though, they're pretty kind of just lurk in the water. Don't really move too much. They poop a lot, but watching hippos eat are awesome. Also don't go near a wild hippo. They kill more people a year than sharks and alligators.
0: Yeah, I think a big theme of the zoo animals, when I was kind of choosing my podium, it was like, if you see these you know, animals a lot closer and see really how powerful they are, just like a bear, also like a hippo, I mean, you got to know to stay away from hippos, and they're just a powerful animal.
2: Well, fun backstory about hippos, too, that they are native to Africa, but Pablo Escobar had hippos at his compound yep. in Colombia. And after he got arrested, they escaped, and so now there is like roughly fifty hippos in Colombia. that are just in the wild.
0: Yeah, just a its own hippo population, thanks to international drug smuggling. Just like the breakfast food now, Colombia or wherever was that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say Colombia. Yeah. Duh.
2: Pablo Escobar smuggled a bunch of drugs into America. One thing led to another. No, you now there's just a... 50 hippos loose in Colombia.
0: Hey, that's awesome. It's great for the ecosystem. I have no idea. It's probably, <laughs> it's probably terrible. My silver pick, it has to be otters. Damn it! Nice. I'm glad I stole that one from you. Otters are just very entertaining yeah. and cute as well. Um, I don't know if you want to go up to otters and, like, pet them. I don't think they're pettable animals, but they are cute. And when they're when you get them at the right time at the zoo and they're just chock full of energy, they're sliding down their little water slide, playing in the water, chasing each other around, the otters have got to be one of the more entertaining animals you'll see at a zoo.
2: They put on a show, and that is a great pick. Yeah, you got to
0: respect the otters. Um, it, otter, I feel like, isn't a very common animal. It's kind of under the radar, but you see him at the zoo, you're going to be
2: entertained. That's for sure. My bronze medal, and this is probably not going to be a very popular pick, but I'm going to go with mini horses. Okay. Mini horses. Interesting. And the main reason why is that they make it able to feed the mini horses. And you go and you get 25 cents for some of these pellets that look like Cocoa Puffs. They don't taste like Cocoa Puffs. Learn that one the hard way. And you just go feed this mini horse. I think I spent like $6 the last time I was at the zoo just getting quarters and feeding this one mini horse. They're kind of cool. They're just like stumpy. They're like the dachshund of horses. They're just stumpy and you can feed them and they just kind of stand there.
0: Would you say you emulate a mini horse and just your personality and lifestyle? Yeah, like T-Rex
2: arms, eat Cocoa Puffs, don't move a lot. Yeah.
0: People just kind of like you for you being you and no other reason besides that. Yeah. Interesting pick on the Olympics of zoo animals did not come on my radar, but I can see the appeal. I'm going to go into my bronze pick here. And once again, I'm just kind of winging it. I got three left on my top board, so I should survive this Olympics. I got to go with bronze pick the North American bison. Oh, you can't just say Buffalo cause there's like water Buffalo in Africa and other buffalo elsewhere. Here's why it kind of refers back to like seeing a bear up close, but you see a bison up close and you're like, holy shit, this is two refrigerators on four legs with horns. And I just think people respect them more because we've talked about this on the podcast in Cleary's comments. There's nothing more and people love than being in a national park and there's bison either on the road or on the side of the road, and they just have to get that picture 10 feet away, and then the bison gets spooked and gores a woman and sends her 12 feet in the air doing 360 flips like it's the goddamn X Games, and she's Sean White on the big jump, okay? People love getting close to bison, so that's why they're a good zoo animal, because there's a fucking fence in between you, and hopefully you don't get hurt. The poor park rangers have to be like, oh, we got another dumbass out on Route 2, who got gored by the bison because the Instagram post had to be perfect, got to get the sun in the right place. Otherwise, you're not going to go over 100 likes, and that's not good for your mental health.
2: The the fact that they have to put up signs that say, don't touch the wild one-ton animal is why America might be dumb.
0: Well, I mean, the historical reference, too, is like I would love – go back in like the days of the frontier where they're still just rolling prairie and just see a herd of bison just rumbling across the plains. Like that would be so cool to see, I think, but you're just
2: not, that's not going to happen. Or the Buffalo jump when they would just herd them and run them off a cliff.
0: Yeah. That is interesting. Just, you know, back in the day, that's actually smart. Let's just throw the bison off a cliff and then it kind of takes care of itself. It, messy cleanup but you get to procure a lot of meat out of the deal. So whatever
2: works with my loss in the metal round, I'm going to go to the cat family and oh I'm going to go with tigers. Okay. Tigers are one of the more active of the cat species for how gigantic they are. And firsthand knowledge of seeing tigers at the zoo. I, I remember this one time specifically, I was up to the tiger cage And it was, like, right before feeding time, and he was just walking back and forth, just (laughs) and, yeah, this thing, I was growling right back at it, and he was just going nuts, and this thing was just, there was three feet between me and this tiger who could literally tear my limbs off, and they are just a majestic beast, and I love tigers.
0: Yeah, they're a majestic beast until your wrist is clamped promptly in their jaw.
2: You're getting drug off so he can feed you to the family.
0: Yeah, I mean, solid pick with the Tiger. I don't really have anything against Tigers. It's just like, I don't know, the classic like Tiger King, all that good stuff. I could see that being a very good pick. I personally didn't pick it, but maybe I should have if we're trying to you know win here in the Olympics. The name of the game is to win the Olympics. I'm not doing this for entertainment value or content. I want to beat you week in and week out. And that tiger pick, you know, that might be the nail in the coffin. So my lost in the metal round pick, I'm going to go with somebody from the bird family. I'm going to go with a peacock. Got to let me fly, boss. (laughs) Peacocks are great because you can usually just, like, walk right by them. Like, you could be walking down the little trail at the zoo, and it's like, oh, there's a peacock just walking past me just like we're strangers, saying hi. And, I mean, you have the beautiful feathers of the peacock. And, of course, you have the the other guy's reference of, I'm a peacock, you got to let me fly. They, they get a running start, and then they fly a little bit. Is I'm pretty sure how it works. Yeah. Every so good zoo has a peacock.
2: Also, peacocks don't fly.
0: They get a running start. They hover. Is, For, they get a running start. First
2: off, Terry, peacocks don't fly. They fly about as much as a penguin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we both had some... Some, bird, some people from the bird family, which, you know, dinosaurs Dinosaurs still exist because birds are dinosaurs, and they're everywhere. So we have some dinosaurs on the list. What do we got for honorable mention?
2: I had gorillas. Okay. Uh, gorillas are fun because they like to put on a show for the people. Uh, one time I heard this loud banging and this Asian family just running away from this exhibit because the gorilla was literally banging on the glass and i think they just do that because they want to be funny and they they know that they'll get a rise out of people so they they basically just entertain people and gorillas would have been a good pick if either of us had it but i think there's just a, a lot better picks
0: well it is kind of like i'm not saying our zoo sucks but i just feel like we don't have as many animals as like i don't what's the popular zoo san diego zoo is that a popular one
2: yeah san diego omaha washington dc
0: Bill moved to Omaha because of the zoo.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, it's probably like one of the top two reasons I would say.
0: Nice. One of my honorable mentions was the llama, mainly just because it's kind of a gamble when you go see the llamas. You know, are they gonna are they gonna spit at me or not? Is that a myth? Do they actually spit? I thought that was alpacas. Llamas aren't they the same thing?
2: I honestly don't know. My
0: honorable mention is whatever animal that may or may not spit at you when you go see it. I just kind of like the suspense of the animal.
2: Uh, Another one I had was Panda, but I've never actually seen a panda. I just love the Anchorman reference to Ling Wong, the rare panda at the zoo. Um, And I've heard they're very entertaining. But other than that, my brother Sean is obsessed with the pandas at the Capital Zoo. Um and then the only other one I had was giraffes. Uh, I've seen giraffes in person. They're not very smart. Uh, people talk about herding cats, trying to herd giraffes into different sections of the cages. As I watched, they'd open the door trying to get one of them to go out, and three of them would try to go, and they would stop. And then they would try to get the other one to come over, and they would stop.
0: So they're kind of like cows. Yeah. It, like cattle with long
2: legs. Yeah. it's It was funny to watch, but they're i just don't think they're very entertaining i don't know if you've seen videos of giraffes in the wild fighting but that's that's a good time as well
0: is there any animals that you would like to disqualify
2: uh turtles why they literally just don't move at all
0: that's true you've got a good point there or
2: you see one turtle banging the other one just sitting up there for like two hours
0: or maybe like a camel it's like what's cool about a camel
2: yeah, they sit there and don't really do too much either. I'm trying to think of like other ones like wolves are kind of cool, but
0: I don't know. Go through your podium really quick for the listeners.
2: I had penguins, hippos, mini horses, tigers.
0: And I had bears, otters, bison, and a peacock. You can always vote on the Olympics on our Twitter page and Instagram page. Look for the tweet or the Instagram story, at nbnhpodcast. Matt and I take this very seriously. You'll decide who gets to go next week by who loses, so check it out on our Twitter and Instagram. That's our show for this week. I know it's heartbreaking, but I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much to Luke Schaefer for joining us. Be sure to buy your Country Fest tickets. You don't want to miss it. We'll all be there. It's going to be a blast. The party of the summer in New Salem, North Dakota, July 8th through the 10th. Looking forward to next week, we are going to have the Olympics of spoof movies. It should be an interesting one. Uh, if you like the show, as always, follow us on social media, at NBNH Podcast, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. There you can find Matt and I's awesome content that we try to do on the side, Plus there's always the results of the Olympics and a link to the show. Tell your friends, leave us a review and just have a good rest of your day.
2: No brains, no headache. Podcast. <laughs>